from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you, my friend? Great, Jordan. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Do you ever have like a girl that you asked out and she said no, and then you convinced her to come back a second time? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> well, good. You kept that one. <laughs> well, we've got two artists who said no to Milwaukee, but came back on tour. We're talking today on the podcast about... Bad Bunny and Pusha T. Yeah, so these were really anticipated shows that were supposed to happen. Pusha T was supposed to play in August at the Rave. Bad Bunny was supposed to play in September at the Rave. Both canceled those shows. And when when an artist cancels a show, it's not always guaranteed they're going to come back. Oh, yeah. You know, Miguel has canceled like twice. We're still waiting for Miguel to get back <laughs> I don't here. know if that show's ever going to happen. No, it's never, it's never going to happen. Um, but it's great that they are coming because both of them are so hot right now. We're going to be reviewing both of those shows. Uh, Pusha T's coming up first this Friday at the yeah. Rave. And Pusha T's been, you know, I mean, people have been following hip-hop and have been loving him for for decades. I'm going to dare say he has eclipsed the clips. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Which is obviously the group that he was in yeah. that kind of, you know, with Pharrell was kind of guiding them in the, in the beginning of his and, career. And we all thought that was going to be, honestly, at first I thought it was just going to be Neptune's beats were going to, you know, give us a couple hits with these guys. I, I could have never have thought that Pusha T was going to become King Push as he is now, which is, he's like one of the most well-respected rappers in, you know, the, kind of the smart rapper category, mm -hmm. but also just undeniable when you're looking at kind of like the street rapper category. Yeah, too. yeah. He definitely he definitely branches both worlds. And this summer he got a, a major push because uh, Daytona's album is really, really good. It was part of those Kanye West Montana sessions, yes. which were a mixed bag. And Kanye West is obviously a very polarizing person right mm -hmm. now. But Kanye's production for that album is really sharp, and the, the 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 bars are really sharp from Pusha T. And of course, there was the big Drake beef as well, which got a ton of attention. Right, which we can both admit got a little bit out of hand as far as rap beefs are concerned. And I'm using quotation fingers for those of you can't yes. see. Right yeah, now. right, right. Yeah, it did. But at the same time, it definitely elevated his profile. And, you know, like I said, he's super hot right now. So yeah. it's it's great that he is coming back to the, you know, he's coming back to the rave after canceling in August. And, and same with Bad Bunny. You know, when he was supposed to play the Eagles Ballroom uh, September 29th, I think, mm -hmm. he was already a big deal. You know, the, you know, he was coming off of the Cardi B hit. You know, I, I like it. And and, you know, he's been playing arenas. He's been like headlining arenas in a lot of markets. So the Eagles Ballroom is a pretty small venue for him at this Absolutely. point. But at the same time, you know, even though he was already popular for his own Latin trap songs and his features, he's just done stuff that made him even more popular since then. I mean, he had just come off the Tonight Show performance before he was supposed to play at the Rave. And since then, he dropped Mia, which is his song with Drake, yeah, which is really huge. big. Um, you know, he's on Forbes, like 30 under 30 list. It just came out. So he's just gotten more and more popular in just the, the last couple of months. <laughs> And he's really been able to eclipse outside of his uh, genre, which is an interesting thing for an artist like Bad Bunny. I was first told about him through one of our interns well mm -hmm. before these hits you're talking about. And yeah. again, I couldn't really have seen, I think back then, how far he was going to come. He's really exploded. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Latin music's obviously really exploded a lot. And, you know, him being kind of the, the premier Latin trap artist, yes. you know, he's really combining the, the explosion in Latin music and the explosion in trap music's all there with Bad Bunny. So he's working with all sorts of huge, huge stars and becoming a huge star himself. So he'll be November 23rd at the rave. We'll be reviewing that show as well as the Pusha T show. So you can go to jsonline.com slash music for those uh, for the coverage of those shows. Coming up next on the podcast, we're going to talk about Backline. This is something that we've talked about a lot on this segment. Uh, Radio Milwaukee initiative with Generator to invest a little bit into the local music scene. Well, we've got our first four class, Lex Allen, Crystal Knives, Zed Kenzo, and Abby Jean are performing Friday night here at Radio Milwaukee. We're going to talk about that showcase next. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. 
Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. It's Tapped In. I'm Jordan Lee from 88.9 and with me as always, Piet Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Backline. You know, we've talked about this a lot. Of course, I'm very closely connected to it as it, as it is a Radio Milwaukee initiative with Generator. Um, but we're kind of seeing the first class kind of a graduation ceremony, if you will, this Friday here at the 88.9 studios. Yeah, for those who don't know the story, I mean, Backline is this really interesting program where it's Radio Milwaukee collaboration with Generator, which is a kind of a local startup accelerator um, that's had a, a ton of great results for all sorts of companies. And it's this pretty novel program where they are doing that, but for, for Milwaukee musicians, that's the business that it's focusing on. So there's this initial class with four musicians that each got $20,000 in grant money. Mm-hmm. And then this 12 week program with like kind of weekly mentorships. And they also did a lot of networking and traveling and all sorts of things, a lot of studio time. And the idea is that, you know, these four artists will be able to become bigger artists with this kind of support. They were able to make more music, able to make uh, inroads with yeah. their careers. And the idea is that hopefully it'll uh, help the whole scene in general. It'll, it'll be kind of a, you know, uh, the tie that rises some boats kind of deal. And that's the intention. Of course, we, we can never really know with things like this. It's it's the same as Generator does with startup businesses. You know, they want to give some uh, energy, some attention, some focus, and even a little bit of money. And then it's kind of up to that to see whether it survives or not. So we're in this situation now where four very different artists are now kind of graduating out of our first class. So you've got soloists and groups all kind of together. But the truth of it is every single one of them kind of is their own artist. So Abby Jean probably has the biggest ensemble as far as having a band and has really had one of the biggest years out of the group. Um, Also Lex Allen right next to her parallel situation where Lex of course by himself is a solo artist but he has a usual band of of, uh, musicians and uh, creatives that kind of follow him and his crew. Zed Kenzo, kind of a one-woman machine, does everything by herself and has figured out her own way. And then Crystal Knives, who, following the you know traditions of most EDM producers, kind of a one-man show, takes care of making the music, performing the music all by himself. They all had very different needs. So it's been very interesting to see how the program has kind of helped each of them along their way. And they've gone from coast to coast. They've held meetings in Los Angeles, in New York. They went out to London. So it's been very, very interesting to see uh, what the needs have been for the artists. And of course, now we'll see what the artists do with the funding. Yeah, exactly. I talked to all four of them for a story. You can find it at jsonline.com slash music, uh, talking about kind of what what do they do with this program. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned they all had the kind of different needs. Like uh, for Zed Kenzo, uh, she did a lot of kind of producing on her own laptop. Her laptop had like broken keys. Yeah. It was just a big pain in the buffer to kind of make it. And she just didn't have a ton of money to make stuff. So, you know, with, with the Backline program, she was able to actually get into studios, professional mm-hmm. studios in Chicago, work with professional producers, create a lot more content that way. And she also picked up a lot of uh, kind of tips for productions and she's a kind of a she calls herself an amateur producer as well so she learned a lot that way uh, for Lex Allen you know he's always wanted to work in London and he went all the way out to London he recorded at Metropolis Studios which yeah. is like a major facility there I mean you've had like Michael Jackson's been there Elton, and Elton John yeah. Queen yeah. Amy Winehouse you know all these major people have recorded there it's really a premier facility and Lex Allen got to perform there uh, record there and he got to perform at the Troubadour which yeah. is like the first place Bob Dylan ever played in, in 
in London. Yeah, like or Jimi something. Hendrix played there. Yeah, like just cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, and he worked with various producers there, and he connected one of the producers that he worked with there, who's gotten some buzz to uh, to uh, Taj Raiden. Yeah, uh, so they're kind of starting to work together. Very so that's cool. how I can kind of elevate things too. Abby Jean was taking a ton of meetings and working on content around her album that's going to be coming out in January. That's kind of her biggest album to date. Mm-hmm. Just trying to really accelerate her career. And Crystal Knives, I mean, he's already got like two million streams on on Spotify, but he really took this opportunity to kind of go out to LA. He was there for three weeks. He recorded with uh, a Grammy-winning cellist, uh, Eru Matsumoto, Yes, um, which is also out of his wheelhouse because he's often kind of works on his own stuff or kind of sends tracks back and forth. Yeah. And he sat down with this cellist to make music. Um, so just so many different kind of ways that they it grew and expanded as artists and also uh, in terms of their business savvy uh, for what they can do. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here and how it benefits others. Yeah, and I mean, already, you know, I think there's been lessons learned. I know Mag, Enrique Rodriguez, who is the program director, you know, any kind of first out the gate program, you're going to hit bumps in the road, you're going to mm-hmm. jump up against hurdles every now and then. He's already uh, starting to look through uh, processes to improve this the program for future classes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's already been discussions about uh, getting the application phase open pretty quickly here, probably right after the new year to get the next batch in and the program will continue. It's gotten a lot of support and I think one of the best things is it's gotten support from big names. I'm talking about like Northwestern Mutual and Mm -hmm. the Bucks and when you have organizations like that that are paying attention to this Mm -hmm. I think now you can see a little bit of that trickle down effect that we were hoping was going to happen. Yeah, the the idea is that too, you know, uh, there's uh, there's been so much development in, in you know in downtown Milwaukee, yes. and part of that's really fueled by the idea that you know millennials, which is now the biggest population mm-hmm. group size, they really love kind of being in urban settings, yep. and there's a lot of downtown development to kind of cater to them. And you've got businesses that are you know moving downtown or considering moving down to yeah. because of the talent pool. And if you have a strong music scene, that tr- that makes a city all the more appealing. And that's kind of one of the main goals here. That's kind of why generators involved in this is is not to just to help these four music but to kind of help the image of Milwaukee as a whole and help the music scene as a whole. And these four musicians, you know, obviously I think they'll, they'll keep going on and getting bigger, but they're going to be involved in the backline program too as mentors. So I think it kind of can help there as well. And uh, yeah, I understand there'll be two uh, waves of classes next year. Yep. So it'll, it'll kind of keep going at least through next year and we'll see where it goes. But it, it's definitely a really interesting um, idea and it's interesting to see what they did with it. And it'll be interesting to see where they can go from here. Well, you can keep in touch with uh, Backline, with Radio Milwaukee and with Piet by visiting us on our website or following us on social media. Of course, the Backline final showcase is sold out. It's Friday night here at Studio Milwaukee. We're going to also be streaming that on the Backline website and on Radio Milwaukee's Facebook page. So follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are at Radio Milwaukee. Yeah, go to jsonline.com slash music. Tapped In is produced by Tyrone Miller. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere that you find your podcasts. Yet, I'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time. See you next time.